one. And here we are back again, another Fisticuffs podcast. Alex Ardelin, how the devil are we doing on this wonderful Monday afternoon? <laughs> Great episode, just two trainings. Um, yeah, full of life, super energetic and everything else. I like the outfit. After I trained during the day, I've got to wear like trackies and stuff. I can't get comfy. I made you manage to make an effort like that. <laughs> it's hard work. It's classes as well. <laughs> this is it. So regards of like your training and your camp and everything else, because obviously being like, you know, a real person, people think when you've got a fight, all you do is train. Wonderful. But now you've got to work. You've got to do everything else. When yeah. you have your camps, do you, does your life change much outside of that? Or is it still business as usual? um when I have a camp I basically have no social life like literally I'm zero so because I because I'm I'm in the gym for so long like I have two to three trainings maybe four but obviously not all of them hard but just you know to move or to like drills and stuff like that so and I also train people so yeah I'm kind of all all the time in the gym right now since since the beginning of this fight camp and this has been a long ass fight camp such mm. a long one yeah yeah because what was the situation because you're on efc and like a tournament style thing and then it's a different fight and a different is it promotion entirely different as well the next one that's you mean you mean the efc uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's like a uh, on the fire kind of thing is that what that it's- is yeah, we were like 10, 10 uh, female fighters from around the world and obviously two teams. Then they were picking up like the blue uh, the blue team and the orange team. So we fight against each other uh, until, yeah, one of the girls have actually won. But it was a reality show, obviously based on fighting. The fights were real. Everything was kind of real, to be honest. It wasn't really like a show, but it was, yeah, it was pretty cool. It's pretty cool. It's such a good experience. Yeah. I mean, this is where it gets interesting, this sort of time between camps and everything else. But one thing I wanted to sort of get into is how do you keep learning, keep developing? Because obviously the amount of years you've had in the sport, the legends you've fought, like Zhang Weili and everything else. Obviously, it's, it can't just be repetition because that would just get too boring, too stagnant. How do you like to learn now? Say you're learning something new. Is it a conversation? Is it reps? Is it figuring out? How do you like to learn things? Um... Well, I can only give you some examples from this fight camp because, like, at this point, at this moment, I'm like, I've never been so fit as I am right now. So mm. this is my, like, I how do you say it? this is my like the the peak sort of thing, finest point in my life, in my fighting career, whatever you want to call it. So, um, honestly, simple things, still drill, drilling a lot, but what i am on it now um i'm doing a lot of conditioning like a lot a lot of conditioning and i mm. think this is one of the most important pa- parts i mean i'm talking in my name for me condition is the most important thing like so that's what i've been doing and i've been doing a lot of wrestling to be honest because normally i'm a striker but since i moved in england i literally fell in love with wrestling and yeah, all of my fights since I moved here, I won everything and kind of all of the fights were on the ground, which is super weird for me. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, all I'm doing is literally drilling the same thing a hundred million times. I'm simple. I, I just, I like basic stuff, like anything that's super, super basic, the most lame. I, I don't like complicating things. 
just literally drill a single leg million times. Mm. I think I'm going to throw up if I hear a single leg one more time. But yeah, this is how. <laughs> That's kind of the nature of it, though. But with that, then, so let me give you an example. Is it the same finishing takedown with different entries or is it the whole sequence the same? So the same jab, cross hook, shoot for a double, or is it, okay, whatever I do has to finish with this sort of takedown. What would you like to sort of do it? Is it the same sequence? Is it freestyling around the same finishing point? How would you like to do it? Yeah, it is freestyling around, but like same with simple things, but not not just literally one thing. Because yeah. like, what if that jab cross won't work on somebody, but this jab cross will work on this person, but this won't work on so i need to just work around and see what works for i don't know different type of opponents and um yeah it's more than one techniques obviously well it's an interesting way of going about is say you see a lot of people either going so far on the freestyle way about it, doing the actual pure wrestling versus the shoot boxing and other sort of setups and how you play around with it like the strategy is one thing the application is another yeah. thing that's inspiring do you do a lot of specifics on these drills or is it just your actual open sparring you do this in? No, we... Mm, I don't even know how to answer to this because... Um, I don't know. I just... I do listen to my corner a lot and I have my trainer all the time there because he's a fighter as well. So he's always there. It doesn't matter. He's fighting or he's just sitting in the corner telling me what to do. But yeah... I don't know. That's yeah, an interesting one. It's good. Uh, yeah, just- <laughs> no, no, it's all good. It's, it's, the thing with this is meant to be a bit more me asking you one for to understand, but also to understand from my own training. This is where I think I like about this podcast I do is it's more me asking you as like a one-to-one kind of thing. Like how how do you do it for you? How do you make it work? Because I find that so oh. interesting as to say, not just what is the right, what's the best, is how do you do you? And with that anyway, I'll tell you what's an interesting question is when you're waiting to fight in the warm-up room for everyone else, what do you like to do? Do you switch off entirely? Is your phone messing around? Do you focus the entire time? Are you angry? Are you calm? What do you like to do on a fight day? Oh, you oh, you mean just before a fight? Yeah, like in the locker fight. room hanging around because it's not oh. just like show up in there. It's like a waiting around, waiting around, waiting around. What do you like to do? How do you manage that sort of time? Oh, I'm, I'm super nervous to be honest with you and I'm when I'm getting um into that day or onto that day like even now even now now if I'm thinking about like it makes me a bit you know um yeah I'm not angry at all I actually want people to talk to me like I need people there for me like be be here I want to see you I want to talk to you I want to like I I just need to to feel like it's another normal day Mm. like just a normal day that I'm like I don't know but I'm nervous don't get me wrong like I have like like a big ball in my in my uh throat I can't swallow I can't do anything I'm just oh shit I can't breathe I can't oh I fight and then I just need to calm down somehow but that's how I calm like talking to people Mm. it's interesting (laughs) you said about making it as normal as possible though sorry to interrupt that you finished but um, John Danher talks about this uh, he tries to get his guys to think you know what it's as normal as possible another day in the gym it's just like sparring just like training and I think that's so important as well, because otherwise it's like, shit, how do I even fight? What happens if I go, wait, wait a minute, I've been doing this for years now. You kind of work it out. 
it just happened <laughs> but it's so scary with um your cornering of other people do you let them find out their own way of doing it like the, the amateurs the guys up and coming or do you try to i don't know influence them to try to be calm how do you advise people on their first fights oh um mm, interesting question <laughs> well i mean enough for me because i'm i'm because I'm like, I'm such a simple person and sometimes I do give advice, but like literally I think 2% of the time because I am at the moment, I'm a fighter just, and I just fight. So mm. I have, I don't know nothing about coaching. Even if I do know some stuff, I don't, sometimes I don't think I'm in the right um, position to give people advices or stuff like that like I should have more confidence in myself I know mm. but like I'm just oh I'm not I'm not a coach so I don't want to give somebody something that's maybe not right mm. but maybe it's wor working for me because my style my style is really unorthodox I have super unorthodox style like mm. I'm doing metric stuff in training or whatever. Even in fights, if you look at the fights, yeah. you will see I'm doing some mad stuff. So that's why maybe there's so many things that work for me, but would never maybe work for you because it's just a weird thing to do. But with, yeah, with the fight, I don't know what to say. Yeah, just because I know myself and I'm literally shitting myself a bit <laughs> before a fight and I don't know what advices can I give to people just, just go for it like honestly like I don't know I mean, that's the biggest thing though and I like the way you're explaining this because the nature of what this is is you do it but then you didn't realize how you did it you just kind of do it it's natural it flows automatically but to then yeah. sit and think about why you do certain things as well I understand it it's just explaining it isn't the same kind of conversation the conversation happens as it's doing it. Like, what's right to do now? Says, I don't know yet. I haven't seen how they've reacted yet. Is a jab right now? I mean, maybe. It depends on what you want. And again, yeah. it's how your style can then be expressed. And this is why it's an important question because you, although you haven't got the confidence in inverted commas to explain it, you know what you're on about. It's just yeah. being able yeah. to, I don't know. And again, what you said there is even more important. It's not just what works for you. It's how other people can apply this stuff. Yeah, no, it's, it's important having that kind of awareness and it's good that you can able to take yourself back that step instead of just saying yeah i know everything it's good it's good to be able to have that yeah, kind well, of i'm not trying to be mean but like i've just i've seen there's so many coaches that you need to be talented to be a coach you need to be having explanation skills and you need to be you know talented as a coach not as mm. a fighter because a fighter is a fighter whatever but as a coach i could never at the moment i like i i just admit the fact that <laughs> i'm just a fighter i'm okay i couldn't coach no way there's no way I mean, it's if you want to do if you invested the time and the energy and that sort of thing in there more i explained like a pie chart like you've got a section for what you do and everything you do in your life like if your bigger chunk is your fighting than it is your coaching, you'll be a better fighter than a coach. You see what I mean? Yeah. If you invest more time in the coaching, yeah, you can be a better coach and so on and so forth. But if you want to fight and you don't want to coach, why would you? <laughs> why would you do what you don't want to do? But it's important yeah. though. Um, the few things I want to get into, obviously you're one promoting your OnlyFans. And when it comes to these kind of different industries you're in, 
I just think it's just incredible. Like you've got the, you've got the audience, you've got the perfect audience. And it's like, you know what, if you're in a, a sport <laughs> with mainly men and whenever there's a big group of men and a few girls in the sport, more eyes on there. And obviously monetizing that, I think that's fantastic. So yeah. regards of splitting your business and your passion, I'm not sure which one's which at this point, but either way, how do you find managing the time for both? Oh, um, well, OnlyFans don't take too much time, but it does sometimes, depends on what, like, requests and stuff like that I have. Um, but pff, with OnlyFans, literally, you can take, let's say, you can take, you can go to a studio or whatever. Not even, because they don't like the professional pictures. They, the men on OnlyFans or girls, whatever, because I have girls that buy my content as well, not just men. So they like the, like, as brawl as you can like with a phone mm. with your own phone and bit stuff crude, like bit that more like natural, you but can personal literally thing. take 100 pictures in one day and spread them like in a month you know you can mm. I don't, my english is a bit no, uh, it's okay. it's all good. so it's not it's not taking too much time but sometimes it does and it can be hard sometimes to just take pictures and every day coming with something new because people want to see new every single day and every single day you need to be you need to get new 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 every time new something new like you need to have ideas and it's sometimes it's a bit oh you what do i do today but yeah um at the moment fighting is first fighting is mm. first and but everything it connects because i couldn't be able to train like I'm training now, I couldn't be able to train every day or, um, you know, uh, spend so much money on my training or my fight camp because it's you didn't you need to spend a lot of money. Mm. Honestly, like people don't realize <laughs> MMA, it MMA. Yeah, it's if you're not at the really really big level, you you need to take money out of your pocket, and yeah, it's just. Mm. I wouldn't be able to do it without this OnlyFans. I would be, but not like that. I wouldn't be in the best form and shape because I would have to go work. I don't work at the moment, mm. but I have some more stuff on the side. Like I sell retro games on eBay. Oh, really? I'm what sort of games are they? What sort of games do you like sell? PS1s, uh, Xbox 360, stuff like that. Sega Mega Drive, Dreamcast, oh, everything. My garage is full. So I'm still selling stuff on eBay, really good. Uh, it goes okay. I'm a, uh, I'm a qualified dog groomer as well. So uh, I don't know. Wow, Anything? I, the more this conversation goes, the more things I'm learning. It's, it's such a school, right? What's going on now? Where do we even start? <laughs> <laughs> I know. But I just is... like to, you know, I, I like to to make money and to every time find new ways of making money and uh, do, do everything that i like see what i like see what i like i like this i like dog grooming yeah i like it i, I was a massage therapist yeah i tried it for about like a year no nah, it wasn't for me but i'm still qualified i just you know i like that though i like not sticking to one thing just because you have to it's trying different things do i like this give it a go Meh, something else i like that so much more than oh it's safe i can do this what's that for and um, one thing i wanted to speak about when it comes to like only fans and things like yeah. that people would think it's just the initial get it free money happy days 
constant stream but like you're saying there you've got to keep it keep it going keep it maintaining it's a business and on top of that it's building a brand building a profile and you've got to maintain it how have you found the best way of doing that like obviously tiktok does really well for you getting a lot of like follows on there do you find your tiktoks go through to the only fans quite well or is it a separate kind of thing damn my mom will be honest with you but tiktok is madness it's like one of the best um how do you say like a platform you can, sort of thing uh, one of the best platform a growing platform a fan base growing platform mm. because you can get gain followers so easy like i have about six thousand six hundred thousand followers right now at the moment on tiktok and i got a few videos like i got 20 million views at one single video which is mad and tiktok sending you money too i made money on tiktok from views and uh, from there, they went to OnlyFans as well. A lot of them, a lot of them. So it's one of the best. But the thing is, yeah, I keep getting um, banned because, I don't know, my account got flagged. And I know there, 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 there are a lot of really bad stuff on this TikTok. My, my stuff is like super light. And my stuff is meant to just, you know, bring joy or whatever. Yeah. It's nothing perfect. It's, I don't a bit cheeky, kind of tongue in cheek kind of thing. Nothing that, too like, yeah, too like. It's not even face. bikini. Like I don't even have bikinis, you know. I just have mm. dresses and uh, normal clothes, and still. And when I get banned, obviously I'm shadow banned after that, and it's mm. just my views go low, no following, no. no it's just getting frustrated. It's frustrating at one point, but it is what it is. Like I, it's something that I cannot myself i can do like i can send emails and but they're gonna just be lost <laughs> Ignored, in yeah. The, yeah but no it is an interesting way of how you then promote these things going forward and how you keep things going around that's what i'm impressed with a lot of your content is very consistent like there's always a new video even if it's a repost there's always something going and keep something keep on flowing because that's half the battle with these things building any kind of profile which is in your face this is this is me hi don't don't forget me hi here we are here yeah. we are and it naturally grows <laughs> i tell you what's interesting about tiktok i found out the algorithm itself is more telling a story like videos that work like it's you want to get engaged from the start to the end and a lot of people will tell like oh hi i'm so and so i'm now doing this what can we do this and i like the way that kind of organically grows like i can imagine you could have almost a separate tiktok purely on your fight journey let alone this sort of other sort of stuff I mean, either obviously it's up to you entirely how you do your content, but I think that's also an interesting way of building an, I don't know, building an audience. People relate to you as a person. Like regards of you in the gym, uh, how do I explain it? I, I'll tell you what you put up, AJ, made me laugh, was um, how you wrestle with guys and how they wrestle with you. I thought it was hilarious. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like how, what, was your training mainly with guys or do you have quite a like, decent amount of girls to train with? Well, mainly it's with guys. I had a period of time when... Uh, Melissa from Lions Gym, uh, Coventry, and her husband came for their fight camp as well for mm. a good three months, I think. And they used to come constantly to to spar and to help us, and we help each other. And then there were so many girls coming at, at that period of time. But like obviously they had they all had fights last month or when, and they'd taken a break you know because you need ticket, to yeah. so at the moment i'm just training with the guys yeah just with the guys right now 
but it's a really good training because yeah they they helping me i help them as well because yeah it's yeah it is what it is you know i can't complain <laughs> guys guys because it's a guy's sport so I mean, this is where it gets quite interesting because at your gym as well, you've got quite a few flyweights, quite a few like bantam weights as well. So it's not just like big lightweights, weights, middleweights, just sort of squishing you. You can actually have competitive yeah. rounds and be able to get involved with it. I like that quite a lot, being able to mix it up. And um, regards of your sparring in camp, do you always stay in house? Because I send there like Melissa and like James as well coming up. Do you tend to go to like not open mats, but like other areas to get new new bodies or is it always the same people you know? Um, kind of always the same people that they are coming to my gym as I'm gonna be honest I am a really really comfortable person like I even told Melissa man I just admire the fact that you guys coming from Coventry every Tuesday and Friday when they used to come like I admire you so much for that because I just I'm so lazy. Like, I know I'm an athlete. I'm an athlete and I'm everything else. But as a person, I'm very lazy. Really, like, I'm lazy. It is what it is. Like, I'm lazy. I could never do this. Like, it was so hard when we didn't have gym and we had to travel a bit, you know, around mm. to go to, like, Stafford. And it's, like, 45 minutes drive. And I'm like... Uh, uh, I went one, two times a week or something. I should have went every day, but... It drains the life out of you, that kind of traveling and everything else. Like I used to do that kind of journey like four or five times a week after work to be a theorem at now. It's just drains. You don't recover. Like how far away is your gym from you now? 10 minutes. And if, minutes. I, if, I, if I do speed up, it's like closer than that. <laughs> so we, I'm so grateful for that because I used to train at, you know, at the UTC. Well, mm. Same thing, 10 minutes, walk. I was walking there, but then they closed down and it was a bit of an issue, blah, blah. Yeah, it's always politics. But yeah. so he said same, said this so. gym, yeah, same, this gym is closed. So I'm so grateful. And I have everything I need. I don't, what, I don't need to go to other gyms. Like, I'm grateful when they come, like, because they're helping me. And Melissa helped me a lot because, like, she's a girl. You know, girls spar differently. And, uh, yeah, they, they just spar differently. But, yeah. I think that's a common misconception. I think it's a bit of a best of a bad situation is when girls are stuck sparring with guys is when you go come across a girl, they won't be as strong as you. So, well, they, they, they train differently. It's not the same. It's like when you train with bigger people, so they spar differently. It's a different conversation. Yes, you're used to heavier and lumpier, but it's a different, different conversation. It is. <laughs> Girl will, like, when I used to do, like, one of the best sparrings were with Melissa because, you know, she's, she's coming for it. Like, I go for it. Yeah, you go. Like, oh, Switched no, on. yeah, you know. <laughs> so nice. So, like, yeah, it's cool. It's cool. Well, that's good, though. <laughs> you find that balance where you can go hard enough that you respect it but not too hard you take too yeah. much damage and you get that actual competition like the way you explain it is I don't understand it. it's hard enough it's like trying new stuff on blue belts because the white belts are too spazzy or not on a level to deal with it properly like purple or higher will just smash you and stop you doing it whereas blue is like they're competitive you can get a nice sort of pace yeah. with it. like do you do a lot of specific discipline trend like pure nogi pure striking or is it always MMA with you 
oh no it's literally around it like oh i'm kind of i do everything but mostly most that i do is wrestling and wrestling of the world with like continue of uh, grappling while we hit the ground mm. but it's live so we do the technique at the beginning of the training we do our technique or whatever we have to do like single leg body lock stuff like that and then uh, after like i don't know we do that for a half an hour and then we go live for like a few rounds um oh, but good. we don't do you know i don't do you know uh i don't do gi and yeah kind of i i don't really like grappling to be honest but I, i'm doing it because just I have stand to. up and knock him out <laughs> that's it or don't just, grapple yeah. <laughs> just knock him out it's fight. <laughs> crazy because i always struggled with this like i always struggled with the grappling because my older fights before i moved in england they they go I was good at striking, but then they were taking me down. I know when you take somebody down and hold them there, it's just more points, obviously. It's more points. Even if you don't do anything, it's just points. Yeah. So I do struggle with the grappling and I still don't like it. And I want to go to the grappling session saying, oh, wow, I want to I do this. Like I'm going to the wrestling one. I'm like, oh, shit, wrestling. Oh, I love it. <laughs> You're eating your vegetables when you go to Nogi. Like, I've got to do it. <laughs> you don't like it, but you got to do it. it. Makes you feel better. That's that's yeah. important. Though. It's important being able to identify it and still go through that. Because a lot of people, yeah. like, I don't like it, so I don't do it. <laughs> no, I have to because yeah, my coach is on. My coach is on looking at me like. It's, it's a good problem to have when you've got a coach who's telling you to do things, not doing things. The worst thing is a coach doesn't care. That's the worst thing because then you just. Ask us concerns, bigger problems, I think. Anyway, I'll let you enjoy the rest of your afternoon. A couple of questions I'll leave you on. Same ones I leave everyone with. Yeah, First sure. question, which one, which way am I going to do this? You're about to walk out to fight. You then see yourself walking towards you. What advice do you give you to perform in the best headspace? Ooh. Ooh, there we are. Oh, my days. I'm not that deep with these questions. What advice do you give yourself before you compete is the general gist of it. I like I the know. scenario. It makes it more interesting. Paint a picture. Know, I'm really simple. With it. I just just go for it. I don't know. I don't know. Let um, me bang, bro. Just let me bang. That's the one. What the f- So, honestly, like, I don't... I really don't know what to answer to this. It's literally just... Just go for it. You do whatever you do the best. Just, just win it. <laughs> just win. I like that. Simple. Less, less <laughs> is more. Um, next question is: After competition, what is the takeaway? Cheap food. What is the, what is the craving? What are you feeling? Oh my god! Oh my, I've been craving cookie. I love cookie dog. I love cookie dogs so much. Right. Like I could eat cookie dog for breakfast and until the lunch, dinner time, whatever. I like cookie dough, so that would be actually the first, like, and I don't know, the food, I'm, I'm fine with anything. I'm not a b- big fan of something specific, and I like to cook myself, so, yeah, I will cook something for me, like, I don't know, some cheesy with pastas and stuff like that, I don't know. I can cook pita as well. Yeah, I'm <laughs> a lot of options. Why are but we yeah. talking about food? I have two weeks until the five. Hey, you know, you got to get excited, got to get angry for it. Get off my back, please. <laughs> this is it. No, I thought that, but I get to eat. I get to be fat. It's good. Anyway, last question. Last question. Beginner walks in the gym, full of beans, UFC gloves on. They want it. They're excited. 
what advice do you give them to make sure they stick with it, they have fun, and they progress? So I walk in. No, begin- no, beginner walks in the gym, completely new. Some, someone new walks in the gym, want to start. What advice do you give a beginner to get started in the right way? Oh, uh-huh. hmm. well, that's the same advice I give this because I train kids as well. I'm giving them advice, like just just listen to, to the coach. That's the first thing. Just listen to whatever he says, everything in, in life and everything. Just listen to the coach because he's the most important person over there anyway. And yeah, I don't know. Just don't skip, don't skip days unless you're actually about to die or something. <laughs> don't skip classes. Just be consistent. Because if you're not consistent, like I can see myself, if you're not consistent, you're not gonna do anything. Because even if you train a month and you just skip a week because you just can't be bothered, then it's gonna be hard to come back. Even if. It's just a week. We're talking about a week and then you're going to need two, three months to come back. So just be consistent and persistent or whatever the word is. All just of the come. above. All the ants. Thank you very much for your time. Any sponsors you want to shout to? I, I don't have phone. sponsors. I yeah. don't have. We'll get you some sponsors. We'll my only fans. fans. Thank you, my only fans fans. <laughs> Real fans. <laughs> so <laughs> your fight date, where can people watch it? How are they going to see it? Uh, it's gonna. Uh, I have a, sh- a link that I'm gonna share. It's literally on the organization's official website, but that's gonna be tagged all of my profile probably and on a Roni page. And yeah, friends will. But it's on their official website. So the event is called RXF. It's a really big event in Romania. Mm, huge. Well, I'll get yeah. a link to that in the uh, in description. No problem at all. Shout out to our podcast sponsors. We've got the English Hypnotist. I'll work with Rich personally in the last camp and it comes to the mental side. We talk about it all the time. It can make or break a fire and I can't express enough how valuable it's been working with Rich. 100% recommend him. And good performance nutrition. Dan Good used to be a professional fighter. He's a family man, a businessman. And again, this supplement's affordable, tastes really nice. And again, it's a very, it's a product I use. A lot of people I know use, so fantastic. Good performance nutrition and English test. Thank you very much for your time. Also buy all the Fisticuffs merch. Keep me in, you know, cookie dough and all the good stuff. All right. Take care, everyone.